Welcome to Help from Future Self. Howdy, Archons. Welcome to another episode of Help from Future Self. It's the conversational Keyforge podcast by and for Keyforge friends. My name is Scuzzy Gruen, but some call me Alex, and I am joined today by my three very best Keyforge pals. We've got the Wheeling Keyforger, Rick. Yo. Good to have you back, Alex. Thanks, pal. We got Sydney Steele. Hello, hello. And the big coach homie, it's Boulevard Blake. Yeah, what's going on, man? Not too much, not too much. Um, it's been a while since I've been on the podcast. Um, I'm not going to go deeply into why, but uh, suffice to say that I had some stuff going on in my personal life that uh, required me to be away, uh, both out of town and away from the podcast for a little while. And um, to be totally honest, uh, and not to belabor too much of this point, this is going to be my last episode of the podcast for a while. Um, I'm not going to say that this is a permanent departure from help from future self or a permanent departure from Keyforge. But over the course of the last couple of months, I've had to take a good, long, hard look at all the stuff that I have on my plate on what my priorities are and what I have the bandwidth for. And something has to give somewhere. So amongst other things, I'm going to be stepping back from help from future self as a regular host of the show. Um, I want to clarify very much up front that this is not me leaving Keyforge forever. I'm not selling all my collection. I'm not giving up on the game. I still have very high hopes for the return of Keyforge, and I very much look forward to playing new sets when they are coming out, and then hopefully being able to be a part of this podcast in some capacity when there is stuff to talk about with the game. But right now, while the game is kind of laying fallow, and while I don't have a lot of time to play the game, uh, it seems like this is kind of a, a thing that I have to step back a little bit from. So I wanted to come on the podcast to talk a little bit about that, specifically because since the very, very beginning, one of the things that we've always said with Help From Future Self is that it is the audience response that has kept us doing this. Um, if it was just uh, originally at the beginning, like Blake and Rick and I yelling into microphones and like nobody <laughs> was listening, it, it, the podcast would not have lasted as long as it has. And the reason it has lasted 150 episodes and change is because we've had such an amazing community of people listen to this podcast and interact with us, uh, you know, about the podcast, both as guests uh, through the Discord and in lots of other ways uh, via Twitter as well. So I-, I thought it would be very unfair for me, given the dedication that listeners of the podcast have shown to just never show up again and never address why I'm absent from the podcast. So it was important for me to come on and do this. And uh, I really, really wanted to do it with all three of the the regular hosts of, uh, of uh, Help From Future Self. Um, so I wanted to say a little something about all of you, uh, and then uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about uh, the last the last 150-some episodes and change. Uh, starting off with uh, the most recent among us, Sydney. Um, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, Blake, uh, but uh, the very first time that Sydney was a guest on the podcast, um, Blake and I were so blown away by you, Sid, that we immediately got onto a uh, a, a message thread and we we're like, "Sydney's incredible. We have to have her back on the podcast. We have to have her back on as much as possible. We should ask her if she wants to be a regular co-host of the podcast." Just because we felt like the analysis you brought to the table, the perspective you brought to the table, the enthusiasm and charisma you brought to the table was magic. Like you had good here, chemistry here. with both of us. But just there was something about 
what you brought to help from future self that I, I just feel like, uh, you know, I would feel so much worse about uh, uh, having to walk away right now if I, I didn't know that you were also here. So I, I wanted to really say that one of the things that has really kept my enthusiasm for the podcast uh, and for the game alive has been being able to be pals with you, getting to talk about the game with you. And I wanted to say an enormous thank you, uh, Sydney, for joining us and for being part of Help From Future Self and for carrying on with Help From Future Self. Um, oh my gosh, that means so much. I'm totally. tearing up right now. Totally. Yeah. Rick, um, you were my first Keyforge friend. You're the first person that I ever met uh, to go play Keyforge live and in person with. Uh, I remember you and I made a date to go meet up at a local game store. We played games. Uh, we made some forays out into the wild, uh, the deep wilds of suburban Vancouver, out to Surrey to go play some tournaments uh, back when there wasn't really a community to coalesce around. So in many ways, you are my Keyforge community and have been since the very beginning of my involvement with the game. So getting to have the opportunity... <clears throat> to talk about Keyforge with you regularly and for me to absorb how you were absorbing the game has always been really important to me. Um, I'm really happy that we got to do this podcast together and I'm really happy that we've got to play so many games of Keyforge together because one of the things that I think you have always brought to this podcast and to our local Keyforge community is heart. You were a person who was always willing to come out to play. You were a person who was always enthusiastic to play. You were enthusiastic about new sets. You were enthusiastic about playing new decks. You were enthusiastic with playing with new players and showing the best face of our community, not just to the people that you would meet in person, but I think to anybody who has ever listened to this podcast. Um, I've said before that you're the heart of this podcast, and I genuinely mean that. Um, it's been such an absolute pleasure to get to do this with you. And uh, I wanted everybody to know that, you know, if you ever wanted to know what a true dedicated community member for a game looks like, look no further than Rick. Thank you so much, pal. Yeah. Thanks. Buddy. And thank you for those words. Wow. Um, actually, yeah. Our first meetup was going to be something that I talked about too, because I was actually speaking to a friend of mine about that this morning. I still feel bad for falling asleep and almost missing. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. I didn't it even was, remember. It was about half an hour after we made that plan that I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, uh, Blake, I don't know if the listeners know this, but there is no help from future self without Blake. Um, that's a statement that I do not make lightly. This podcast was Blake's idea originally. He's the one who approached me and Rick about the possibility of doing a Keyforge podcast. It was him who dedicated himself to learning how to do a podcast. Um, I had been podcasting for a number of years uh, doing uh, my music podcast, but Blake really took up the reins of editing and producing a podcast, which is not a small feat, and especially for doing a weekly podcast. Making that kind of content is a non-trivial amount of work, and the fact that I've basically just been able to come on this podcast, talk about the game, and then not have to really worry about what happens after that is because Blake dedicated himself to all of the technical and production aspects of that. That also extends to things like format, arranging guests, engaging with the community, and generally being the broad face of help from future self. That's on top of all of the other incredible content that Blake makes about Keyforge and about other games online, on his YouTube channel, uh, articles that he's written, um, and everything else. 
So I think one of the things that I really cherished about this experience is that it was something that I got to do with somebody whose dedication allowed me to really just have fun with it. And that kind of makes it sound like I let Blake do all the work. And I am, I'm here to say that that is a hundred percent true. Blake, <laughs> you are the person who made this podcast happen and continues to make this podcast happen. You are help from future self as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, it, it's one of those things that uh, in as much as, you know, I said off the top, this is a thing that I, I have to step away from a little while, you know, I, 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 it's not the end of our friendship. It, it is certainly, you know, a, a thing that I would love to see continue into the future with doing guest appearances on this show, getting together and play in person and for us getting to, to continue because we've actually gotten to be friends through the game of Keyforge. And ultimately, that's kind of one of the things that I think about all the time when I think about Help from Future Self. I started saying at the beginning of this podcast, I don't know, like 20, 25 episodes in, a conversation by and for Keyforge friends because Blake, you are my Keyforge friend. You're my best Keyforge friend. And uh, I really, really appreciate everything that you've done for me through your involvement with this podcast, through your involvement with our local community. Um, it's enriched my life in a really measurable way. And um, I, I wouldn't want anybody out there, least of all you, to not know that uh, my life is better for having to, you know, have this friendship with you and this podcast with you. So I wanted to say thank you first for all of your hard work, but secondly, thank you for your friendship. It's most appreciated. Thanks, man. I really appreciate you saying that. That's that's really nice. And I think we all decided to to have like our Keyforge memories with you as part of this this episode. And that's a natural segue for me to just say that you welcomed me into the community when I first showed up at connections and was able to just be welcomed and you said come sit across from me and and it kind of just is the story from there and we've become good friends in that regard and been able to to chat and have conversations about the game and foster this community together so it's been a really great journey and i know it's not over we're just adapting as we must with everything that's going on so uh, i appreciate you and everything you said and of course rick as being one of the founding members and that time we met at the pub and had that discussion after some Rain City game keyforging. And then, of course, Sydney came into the fold by whooping my ass in a KFPL <laughs> tournament, I believe. And yeah, that's just, that's just how the chips fell. And it's been honestly such a great story and journey up until this point. And it's not over. We're just uh, evolving and adapting to the times. And so with that being said, I will pass the mic over to Rick to share his Keyforge moment with Alex. Well, like I was saying earlier, it, we made a plan on one of the Keyforge groups to meet up at the at the game store across the street from me and promptly, probably about 45 minutes after we made that plan, I fell asleep. <laughs> we were supposed to meet at 4 o'clock and I woke up at 4.20 425 and I raced over to the game store I was just coming into the the lot I guess of the property and Alex was coming out the door and I instantly felt bad because I knew that I had almost lost a chance to play the game that I wanted to play and meet a new friend and well yeah 
I guess the, the rest of they say is history. We went back in, played some games, and had a lot of fun. That's awesome. That's so sweet. Sydney, what is uh, your best Keyforge memory with Alex? So I have to say I have kind of a unique perspective because for such a long time I was I was in I was a listener of the podcast and I, I wanted to, to compliment really all all three of you, but definitely you, Alex, because the the personality and the humanness that you brought to the podcast really made me feel like I, I knew you and I, I felt like a friend even before I started talking with you guys and, and became a real friend on the podcast. Like just the way that you you talked about everything and I I really like I mean, one of my favorite episodes that you three did was the the Maw of Abraxas uh, pair of episodes because you really got like you guys in in those characters and and you really felt like I was I was there with you and not only playing the game but just just around the table, you know? And I just everything about how you brought yourself to the podcast made me fall in love with the game more every time I listen to it. Like I was, I've always been super excited to listen to an episode. And, and then I started be getting to be excited to, to come on and talk with you. And I feel like you've just helped me deepen my appreciation for, for this podcast, but especially for hanging out with you guys every week. I, I really, I, I'm glad that you decided to do this, this episode because I, I, I wanted to I guess I'm having a hard time expressing just how much you mean to to me and and my my gaming and just how much fun it's been getting to know you. But I really really appreciate you guys letting me be a part of this. And we appreciate having you here, Sydney. Um, so to talk a little bit about the uh, the future of KeyForge right now, um, we talked about this a bunch. Um, the game is essentially laying fallow right now. Uh, the community is, for all intents and purposes, what is keeping Keyforge alive. But that's not a bad thing in many ways. Um, the dedication and love of the community for the game is really indicative of the strength of the game. If Keyforge was a so-so game, if it was a passing fancy, if it was something that didn't have any depth or breadth to it, people would not have stayed dedicated to it. There wouldn't still be groups getting together to play in cities. There wouldn't be people still listening to this podcast. So to me, that indicates that there is something here. And I've always taken it at face value when FFG has said, Keyforge is coming back. Um, I think that the uncertainty of the pandemic and the difficulties that they faced with the loss of the algorithm really genuinely made it so that it's been difficult for them to figure out a plan to return. But I do believe that Keyforge is coming back. I believe that we're going to see a relaunch of the game with the set that has been previously announced. I believe that we are going to see a future for the game, and I am excited for that. I'm excited to be a participant in that. I'm excited to learn new things about the game, and I'm excited for it whenever that happens. I think the important thing for everybody listening to this right now to remember is that in as much as it may seem like the future is unclear, um you have Keyforge now as it exists. It is not a thing that is impossible for you to share. It is a thing that you can still link up with people online and in real life to enjoy and play. 
uh, regardless of whether or not there is a new set on the horizon, regardless of whether or not there is news from FFG, Keyforge exists. There are still decks to open. There are still decks in your collection to play. There is still so much life here while we wait for news of that uncertain future to become more clear. And I want folks to really take that that to heart um, because I think it's 100% true. And if you need evidence of that, go back and listen to the last several episodes of Help From Future Self, anchored, of course, by, by uh, Sydney and Blake, because listening to those episodes in preparation to come on today, I was reminded just how much Keyforge there is in Keyforge, if that makes sense. Um, there's things still to talk about. There's things to discuss. There's decks to play. So um, I really, really, really wanted to say that, you know, my departure from this is not me saying, you know, I think Keyforge is over and I'm not interested anymore. It's it's personal reasons that I'm having to take a step away. But my hope uh, for Keyforge is still very much there. And my love of Keyforge is still very much there. You know, I'm, 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 I'm very much looking forward to seeing what the future brings. Um, we cannot end an episode of Help from Future Self without the titular segment. The segment is called Help from Future Self. I got one for y'all this week. Um, this one is a more from a collector's standpoint. Keep all of your Keyforge stuff in one place. I say this because I was doing a reorganization of my uh, closet where I keep all of my games, and I found a box full of decks and tokens and things that I had won at tournaments that I thought I had lost in a move because I had just thrown it all this stuff into a box and put it into a like a place where I kept some games but not all of my other Keyforge stuff for some reason. I think it all got separated when I was like, oh, I'll put the stuff that I access all the time in one place and the stuff that's in quote-unquote deep storage in another place. And I kind of <laughs> forgot that I owned like all of these other decks and other things. So um, I've consolidated all my stuff now. And boy, oh boy, do I have a lot of Keyforge stuff, which is another reason that I, I want the game to continue. Because boy, I would very much like to have the opportunity to really get to, you know, dig in deep and do some retro Keyforge at some point. Um, you know, it, it, it's uh, there's still discovery to be had. Is a thing that uh, I really wanted to 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 remind folks of. So keep your keyforge stuff together, keep it organized, and uh, remember that uh, you know there there is still lots of value to be gained from the keyforge you already own, even uh, before we get into buying the still tons and tons of sealed product that is out there for you to play sealed with your friends. All right, you can find us on Twitter at HFFS Podcast. You can find me at uh, uh, Scuzzy Gruen, although I will give folks my other socials. You can find me at Arlex, that's R-L-E-X, uh, or you can find my music writing and tweeting at Idaiudai, that's at I-D-I-E underscore Y-O-U-D-I-E. Uh, Rick, where can they find you? I am on Twitter at the Wheeling Keyforger and on Crucible, Rickster78. And Sydney, where can they find you? I am SC Steel on Discord and TCO. And Blake, where can they find you? What have you got going on? Um, right now, you can catch me putting out some YouTube content. And uh, just so everyone knows and they're not freaking out, we're going to be moving to a bi-monthly format. So two episodes a month, uh, just easier to manage with uh, not being as much going on, kind of wanting to pace ourselves a little bit more. And just life is got more stuff happening, more schedules, 
being busy. So yeah, expect us twice a month after you hear this one. There'll be a week break and then we'll come back again because, I mean, it's Keyforge. There's still lots of discovery to be had. Very, very true. Guys, um, this has been kind of emotional, uh, but um, it, it really does reaffirm that uh, this has been a, a tremendous experience for me. And uh, I'm looking forward to coming back to the podcast in some capacity in the future. But until then, stay forging. Stay forging.